Gary Foster Fell was born and raised in NYC. She studied the fine arts at USC and worked as a graphic designer in LA, Boston, and New York in what she would likes to call her former life. In 2015, after working at several soul-sucking jobs, ending a long-term relationship, and struggling with social anxiety, she hit an all-time low. But everything changed when she found a new passion for life through the combination of exercise and social media. Over the last three years, Jera has grown her lifestyle account to 160k followers, became an Adidas ambassador, pursued her dream of becoming a soul cycle instructor, all while openly sharing her triumphs and failures along the way. Covering topics from mental health to fitness to girl power and body positivity and everything in between, Jara's goal is to create a community where women can empower themselves to get out of their comfort zones and to build a strong foundation of self-confidence. Booyah. Glow Radio is a podcast for sassy entrepreneurs who are in the process of quitting their much-hated day job to work for themselves full-time. You can expect weekly conversations with unapologetic creatives, business owners, and influencers. We discuss tips on how to reach your goals, manage your time, and keep your sanity while being a major boss babe. We are Jacqueline and Clara, your favorite hype women who will cheer you on and push you to create the life that you want. We have helped entrepreneurs make meaningful connections to grow their businesses. Glow Radio has been seen in Oprah Magazine, Thrive Global, and Pop Sugar Fitness. We hear you, girl. By popular demand, we have created a freebie for you entrepreneurs who don't want to waste time or money but want to start your own podcast. It is only seven simple steps and you don't need to break the bank. Make sure you stay with us until the end to find out how to get your copy. Hit that subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at Glow Radio Co. Stay sassy, babes. Before we get started, we wanted to thank Bluehost for partnering with us. We're so happy to use the best hosting service that doesn't break our bank. Bluehost powers over 2 million websites, including ours. They offer 24-7 support a money-back guarantee, and is the number one recommended web hosting by WordPress.org. If you're an entrepreneur building or revamping your website, we highly recommend Bluehost as a trusted resource. Sign up for your website hosting today at www.bluehost.com forward slash track forward slash woglow. That's W-H-O-A-G-L-O-W. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Today we have a super exciting guest, Jara. Am I pronouncing that right, by the way, Jara? Yeah, you got it right. Yep. Awesome. So I'm really excited because I have been following you on Instagram for years and years and years. Like, I think you were one of the first fitness people that I started following. <gasps> Whoa. Love that. So we are both very excited to chat with you and just learn about your journey. Cool. Yeah. So, so for those who don't know you, how about you tell us a little bit about your background and like how you started your Instagram account? 
Yeah, for sure. I'll kind of give like a brief overview. I feel like any one thing that I talk about, we could probably go in and talk about it forever. So I'll try and be succinct to begin with. Um, So I grew up in New York City, went to school in Los Angeles at USC, studied fine art. I was a graphic designer for about five years. And I was in this, this, we're in like 2000, I think, 14 or so, maybe it's 2015. And it was just a really challenging time in my life. I hated my job. I was losing hair due to stress. Um, One really long-term relationship had just ended. I was struggling from social anxiety. I had no friends. Like it was just the professional, the personal, like all the shit things that could kind of happen to you were happening to me. And I realized, or I think probably looking back now, I think I'm not sure if I realized it in the moment, but looking back, I'm like, oh, there must have been something, some subconscious happening where I just needed to do something positive for myself. So I'd been following Kayla at Cenas, um, who is the creator of the BBG guys, as, a, yeah. as I'm sure you guys know, and a lot of people know that. And I'd been following her for about a year and always just sort of attracted to her account and the transformation she posted. And I woke up one day and kind of without any sort of fanfare or making it a big deal, I just got the guides and went to the gym and I just started Mm. and I secretly made this Instagram account because I saw other girls making their fitness BBG accounts and just I I just thought it was like oh this is kind of fun not thinking anything would happen and I very quickly realized a few things were happening one for me it was just really fun to post on Instagram in a different kind of way like I didn't really use my personal account that much so it just sort of felt like a creative outlet And I was sticking to the workout program. So physically, I felt like I was drawing myself out of this rut that I had been in for quite some time. I was talking to other women on Instagram, which felt so awesome for me because I was lacking that in my normal day-to-day life. I really didn't have any female figures that were friends that I could connect with. And somewhat quickly, my account started to grow, which was mind-boggling for me because I all of a sudden, after a couple of weeks, had 2,000 followers, and I hadn't told anyone about my account, and I was like, I guess I should tell my mom that I have this Instagram account, and 2,000 people are following me, which is still a lot, but compared to where I'm at now, is a much smaller amount, and it was just like, it just started growing, and I was having so much fun with it, and it really helped sort of cultivate some passion in my life, which I was lacking. So within about three months, I think, I hit 15K. I went freelance with my graphic design job because I fell so in love with fitness and also with Instagram, and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to make of this. I don't have a goal. I don't have something specific I'm working towards right now, but because I'm so excited about this, I have to pursue it and see where the Instagram, where the fitness, all that stuff takes me. I ended up getting my personal training certification through NASM, which for anyone who doesn't know, that's hard as hell. Like it was a part-time job for weeks studying for that test, got my certification, did absolutely nothing with it. I never once trained a client, did nothing, but I don't regret it because it felt like a way to sort of help focus me and, and pivot me away from graphic design and more towards fitness. And that that's what I felt I was interested at the time. It's a whole other story, but I ended up becoming a soul cycle instructor That was like a solid two and a half year chapter of my life from auditioning to the training program to teaching for a year and a half. And all the while I was, you know, not maintaining, but like really working on my Instagram. And that was my my job as well. In addition to being a soul cycle instructor, 
I ended up leaving SoulCycle just over a year ago because, once again, that's a whole other story. But I realized there was a lot of opportunity in going full-time with my account and my own brand and the tremendous growth opportunity there was to really pursue my own business and my own creation. So I'm now doing Instagram full-time, and that gets us to present day. Yeah, that's awesome. Your journey is really inspiring because I feel a lot of people feel like that. Yeah. Where they're like, okay, I need to do this. No, I can't do this. Like, I'm not interested in this anymore. Like, I want to try this. And then just finding the thing that really sparks your joy is like so important. So what was that one like aha moment that you're like, I need to do this full time now? Oh goodness! You mean coming from Soul Cycle to, to yeah, doing- yeah, that aha where you're like, I need to quit Soul Cycle to pursue this full time. Um, I don't know if it was one particular moment, but there was definitely several factors that played into it. I would say that with Soul Cycle, so many people hear my Soul Cycle journey and they're like, "Uh, why did you quit? Like you worked your ass off to get there, and it was your passion, and then you just left." But I think there's a really beautiful lesson in that chapter. And I, and I don't look at it as like, oh yeah, I just left because I didn't like it. It was such a transformational, important chapter in shaping who I am today and my values and my work ethic. And so I look on that chapter with so much love and respect. And what happened was, I think that when you put something, I, I have this idea after going through this experience that once you put something on a pedestal, once you kind of like worship something, whether it's a job or a celebrity or who knows what it is, once you get that job and are in the trenches of it, or once you like meet that person you've been idolizing, if you held them to this or the, the job to such a high standard, there's a chance that you haven't been realistic about it and it's not going to be everything that you dreamed of. Because when it comes down to it, if we're speaking specifically about Soul Cycle, it's a job and it's a hard fucking job. Like yeah. I was teaching one to three classes a day, six to seven days a week. And most people don't realize when they come to an instructor that, you know, they just think of it as in, in a vacuum, like, oh, this is the one class I'm taking, but that might be their third class of the day. And I can't even tell you guys the levels of exhaustion I reach. I mean, I can I can look back at old old photos and see what it did to my body. Um, I was tiny. I had like no fat on me. It was just there was. I'm telling you all like the bad stuff. There was so much positive to it. There was so much personal transformation. There are moments that you got to see uh, success in your riders and them reaching certain goals and milestones. And that was so incredible. And there also were some moments teaching that I get goosebumps now thinking of because there's no way in any other part of my life, I will ever reach that type of like high again, Mm -hmm. because when the music is perfect and everyone is like riding in sync and it's a full class and everything you say is just like perfect. You're like, whoa, I should write this all down. Um, <laughs> it's like an out of body experience. So there were some, there were a lot of parts that were absolutely magnificent for so many reasons, but on the flip side, on the not so positive side, it was just wearing so much on my body. It was emotionally draining because you are just constantly, constantly giving, you're giving your body, you're giving your time, you're giving your emotions, you're holding on to so many emotions from what your riders are giving you. So it, it took a toll. And then coupled with that, I just saw what my peers were doing in the space of Instagram, like my friends who had gone full time. And of course you shouldn't like compare, but everyone compares. So I was seeing what they were doing and how they were progressing their own personal brands, the partnerships they were getting. 
And I was just like, holy shit, I'm not happy at SoulCycle, even though I've worked tirelessly for this for years. Um, and I have this opportunity with my own brand and my own Instagram account. I've reached the max amount of, maximum level of growth that I think I, I could have reached at SoulCycle. But now there's so much more opportunity for growth and transformation doing my own thing. So it's, I think there was probably this was sort of culminating over a couple months. And then um, once I realized it, it took me a little while to actually like send the email that told them that I was going to quit. And I, I sat in front of my computer for a half hour, like crying. I'd written out the email and I was like, send. <laughs> it was, it was really bittersweet and emotional to end that chapter. And I, and I, I miss it to this day in certain ways, but it's uh, important to recognize when things are over and it's time to move on. Yeah. I, I really like that. Like, I feel like you shed a lot of light on how you said, like, sometimes your dream job or whatever might not be what you expect it to be. I feel like yeah. I relate to that a lot because I used to, well, I used to be a personal trainer for like almost five years and it okay. was a dream job and I, I wanted to do it for so long and I did really love it, but like, I feel like very similar to you. I felt like that chapter had to end so that I could move on to the next thing. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. So how, how did your family and friends react when you told them you wanted to be a full-time Instagrammer? If you're enjoying this episode so far, please comment Glow Up on YouTube and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us five stars or we will find you. We will! Yo, I got the best friends and the best family. Everyone's like, cool. Like, do like my mom has always been the most supportive. I went into college um, undeclared, had no idea what I wanted to be in terms of majoring. I was thinking like cinema, international relations, French, creative writing. And then all of a sudden I was like, hey, I'm going to be a fine art major. And she's like, okay cool, like go for it. Um, so she's just always been so supportive in whatever it is that I want to pursue. Um, I think probably because I, Instagram was already at going at such a good pace already. It wasn't like going from zero to 60. It was already happening. So it wasn't like this crazy jump to just go for it. And, and if I'm speaking specifically about my mom, she, she knew all sort of the ins and outs of how I was feeling at SoulCycle and knew that I wasn't totally happy and that I was so exhausted. And so she, she totally supported it. And in terms of my friends, I have to say that most of my best girlfriends are girls that I've met through Instagram, because as I mentioned, in that sort of crappy time of my life, I didn't really have any friends. And the beautiful thing that, that happened with Instagram is that I made friends. So most of my friends are, are Instagram gals. And because of that, I mean, they, they're all like, yeah, go for it. Like they loved it. So I had a pretty um, positive feedback to that. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So what was your first ever um, brand collaboration? So I think, so there's two I want to tell you about because one was like, kind of just like whatever. And then the next one actually was probably one of my biggest collabs to date. I think the first thing I ever did, and it's funny because I kept seeing them appear on Instagram. I actually want to look them up and see if they're around still. There was, oh, I was just remembering the name. Um, it's like a snack uh, subscription service called Graze. 
Do you guys remember that? Oh, I don't know. I don't think I've heard of that. Maybe is it a I have to maybe I feel like I haven't seen them around in so long. I've only just thought about it as you guys asked me this question. You'd get like a little packet of like a couple different snacks. It's Mm. whatever. And I think I did a collab with them that I found on some like influencer. I mean, the word influencer didn't even really exist. So it was some sort of like distribute product and here's like $10. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was so proud of myself. Like I couldn't believe it. Like a company sent me free stuff and paid me like, phew, like my yeah. mind was exploding. Um, but rightly so at the time, because it was so new and, and it was exciting. Um, but after that, crazily enough, and I, I might be forgetting a few sort of smaller ones, but my next partnership actually, which like I said, is probably one of my most significant partnerships to date, uh, was with Adidas. So they reached out to me. I'll never forget getting an email. And I was like, it said like, uh, so-and-so from Adidas. And I was like, oh my God. Like, oh my God. What is it? And they're like, can we send you a box of stuff? And I was like, oh yes. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> totally just like mind boggling. Got the box of Adidas stuff. And not too long after that, I was invited on an influencer trip to LA with Adidas. This was the first thing that I had ever gone on of its kind. Since then, you know, influencer trips are a thing now, but even back then there wasn't really many things happening like this. It was so new to kind of bring press and also influencers together. Um, It was sort of like the start of all this. And I have to say, like, I've been on a lot of trips now. So, you know, you kind of get used to how things are done. I think if this trip was to happen still in present day, I still would be completely in shock. Like that's the the quality and the craziness. And I say crazy in a good way of how incredible this trip was. You like got there and we're at this beautiful hotel in Santa Monica and like wardrobe and makeup. And like, it was exhausting. They had us do three workouts in one day. We started off um, doing this crazy presentation of the shoe that had just launched. It was just like the coolest presentation ever. We got styled and then we ran and did this full body workout and then ran and did boxing and then ran and did this sunset rooftop workout and had a class. And like, it was crazy. And they were filming it the whole time. So they're getting content. But anyways, um, I go off on this tangent to say that it wasn't too long after that trip that Adidas asked me to uh, become an ambassador for them. And I was with them for three years. My contract actually just ended um, a couple months ago. So unfortunately, I'm not with them anymore. But it was such, you know, still everything's still good and friendly, just like things end and move on. And I look at that partnership with so much um, love and like still genuine shock that that even happened. It was such a cool three years for me to be part of such an incredible company. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Like yeah. crazy. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> Adidas is such an amazing company too. So that's they so are. So nowadays, like what are your tips for getting paid sponsorships? Ooh, that's a, that's a big question, but an important one because so many people are wondering that. It's funny. I feel like I, just to be totally honest, am a little bit less in the trenches with that because I have a lot of opportunities that just come to me at this point. Hmm. So it's kind of like, it's less of like seeking them and more they're just like coming to me. Hmm. But that being said, I mean, if I'm really thinking about it specifically, um, I think that you need to have a clear, authentic 
voice with who you are. Like I think the beauty of a brand partnering with an influencer, it's that it's not like um, if I'm looking at an ad in a magazine or seeing it on a billboard or seeing it on TV with no personality behind it. If an influencer says it and someone is following them, they are already tuned into their personality. They're tr they trust them. There's an approachability there. So I think that you need to develop your voice and also, I mean, aesthetic a little bit, but having that more in foundation, like having your online presence in terms of the content and the voice that you're putting out is really important. So that'd be one thing. And then let's see, what else we got? I think if you're actively looking like, yo, do some like, brand outreach, like do some digging, I think like DMing brands or finding email contacts, having a media kit, looking as professional as possible. Nowadays, like you don't have to be as intimidated as ha at having like a quote unquote small following. Like I know plenty of people who have less than 10,000 followers who are getting brand deals. So I think the more kind of put together and professional you can make your like online appearance and also how you're connecting with brands. Um, uh, the better because there's so much opportunity now and more and more brands are looking for people to partner with. So there's, there's so much out there. I think it's like the effort that you're putting in into finding those probably. Yeah, that's a great tip. I definitely believe brands are looking for more authenticity rather than mm -hmm. just popularity contests, you know? Um, so what would you say is one of your favorite and least favorite parts of being an influencer? Hmm. Okay. Let's start with the favorite. I want to start off with a positive. Um, I truly enjoy, uh, or I guess the, the moments that I feel the most successful are when I realize that there's been some sort of positive impact through something that I've shared or said. And I like to think of it kind of on a scale. So there can be sort of a topical lighter moment like even just what I think before we started recording I told you guys I was out of breath because I just posted some like dance to a Mulan song <laughs> on my story <laughs> and like that's such a silly little thing but when I post stuff like that either on stories or on my feed um some people will write me and be like yo I was having such a crappy day and you just made me smile for like 10 seconds. I actually got that yesterday. I do this banana eating video. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I like open up a banana and like dramatically eat it and, <laughs> and on it. It sounds really weird to describe it. I have a highlight on my page. Feel free to look at it. Um, but someone yesterday was like, I, or I, I said this to my friend who's having a crap day and she's like bursting out laughing. So those smaller moments are important to me because I am a very goofy and I think funny person. So I try and share that goofiness to loosen other people up and put a smile on their face. And then there's bigger moments. Um, I talk a lot about mental health or uh, issues around my body. Like I've gained weight and I have more fat on my body compared to when I was a soul cycle instructor. Um, things that, like relationships, I get into some somewhat heavier topics. And sometimes by sharing those, I'll get messages about as simple as I feel less alone now because you shared this or someone perhaps has taken action, um, getting themselves out of a toxic relationship or going to see a therapist for the first time because I opened up about my anxiety or um, applying for a job that they were otherwise scared to do. Those, those moments are really big moments of success for me in terms of like, wow, I really do there's a responsibility that I think comes with influence and we're all influencers in our own way, whether we're talking specifically about Instagram or if we're just talking about like our one-on-one -on -one interactions with other humans throughout the day. And there's a responsibility that comes with that. And um, I try and acknowledge that and I'm grateful 
that I'm in a position to have a positive effect on others. So that's definitely my favorite. Um, even though sometimes people get mad at me for random things, but hey, that's uh, <laughs> that's part of Instagram. Um, and my least favorite, oh goodness. Um, I think, uh, I think uh, a couple things come to mind. One, um, I think it's easy to kind of get like trapped in Instagram. I get, I get annoyed at myself sometimes at how much, even though it's my job and I want to respond to comments and DMs, sometimes I feel like I kind of trap myself within Instagram and therefore limit myself because even though responding to comments and DMs is really important to me and part of my brand because I really want that one-on-one -on -one connection with people, I think sometimes it traps me from perhaps doing more and thinking bigger picture. I, at the moment, I'm struggling with this thing of where, okay, I've been doing this full time for about a year and a month now. I've allowed myself a year to figure out how to be a full-time influencer and I'm doing it. I have found success in doing that, but I'm like, all right, what is the next step? Like what's the ne next project I'm working on? Where do I want to take this? And so I guess that's probably uh that minor frustration of getting stuck in Instagram is like linked to this bigger frustration and insecurity of wanting to know what the next thing is and, and what the bigger picture is. Um, so that's one thing. And I don't like trolls. They're like, I don't know, you know, people, like I mentioned people, I don't get too much hate. I don't get too much trolls, but I just find that sometimes people are so quick to write something either not so nice or full on rude or nasty. And I'm like, you have, no idea like the the context like for, like I'll give you a, a probably a, a good example perhaps someone's mad at me or someone else for doing a lot of sponsored posts well this is my full-time job I don't have any other income. I fully support myself. I don't have a partner, a husband, uh, I don't have parents supporting me and giving me money. I live in New York City. Like I my bills, I added them up the other day. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> and you know, I'm trying to like be smart and, and save and hopefully invest in something. So I think when it, cause someone the other day was like, oh, it's disgusting that you post these ads. And I'm like, yo, is it disgusting that I am funding and working for myself and trying to build something and trying to save money and be like a businesswoman? I think like if you pull out a little bit, there's a little bit of a different perspective. And if people just kind of took a breath and realized that, or just like didn't say anything at all. And just, you know, if you don't like it, move on, scroll past. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the trolls are a little bit frustrating. And that's just one super specific mm -hmm. example that I think a lot of people can uh, relate to either as an influencer or as someone who sees ads in their feed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's there's good and bad, just like everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. I see that ad one come up a lot, actually. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Comment. And oh, they're like, you're selling out or something. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm feeding myself. Yeah, like, you got to eat. The girl <laughs> yeah. <gotta> eat. <laughs> and, I, and I try and think about it. You know, I, I'm also in the process of learning and I do personally look at what I've done the last month or two. And I do think there's been a lot of ads and it's, it's, uh, it's an ebb and a flow. I, I'm like, okay, I think next month, and the month after, I want to try for less. Like we are learning as we go, and we're not perfect. So if all of a sudden I have a lot of ads one month, like I'm I'm taking that feedback, I'm feeling it myself, and maybe I or not maybe I will lessen up the the uh, next few months. Like we're always learning as we go. So dang, throw us a button, people. <laughs> Hashtag real talk. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So you kind of touched on it a little bit here, but do you have anything in mind for like your future goals? Like, do you have any projects that are coming up or? So, yeah, so that's something that I've been struggling with because I don't necessarily have an answer for that. And I so desperately want that, want an answer. I think I look back on the last couple of years and I specifically had so many fitness goals. Like I was doing the whole BBG thing. I did uh, round one of the first 12 weeks. I did another round of that 12 weeks. And then BBG 2.0, like I had such a specific thing to work towards. With uh, SoulCycle, obviously that was such a clear goal to work towards. Even this last year, even though it's been a little bit more gray area, it is sort of the specific goal of figuring out how to do this full time. So now I'm like, okay, uh, don't have any goals that I'm working towards but I think I'm being a little bit dramatic I have a few things that are sort of floating around in my head um even though it's not super concrete I will say there is one thing I'm doing right now just started last week it's a 20 week course which sounds that's like oh my god so many weeks what did I get myself into um no it's gonna be wonderful it's a life coaching course and yeah yeah I just started it um the second we meet every weekend for a couple hours on Sunday. And the thing is, I I don't want, I'm not like feeling in this moment that I want to be a life coach, but what I see it potentially and hopefully giving me are the tools to um, at the very least sort of speak more knowledgeably when it comes to creating content. Like right now I'm kind of at a max with what I can offer in terms of motivation and sharing experiences. So I want to be able to give more on social media and then zooming out from that. If I was to ever um, create something like an event series or a workshop or um, something that is helping people. And and I very much gravitate to the idea of confidence. Um, So once again, this is a very vague idea, but I think that this course would very much give me at the very least uh, a foundation for creating something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's a sort of vague idea, but I'm like, okay, at least I am starting to work towards something. And that idea does very much excite me. Yeah. That's great, Jara. Yeah, like it's so cool. it's good that you're at least doing something and figuring it yeah. out. Right? Like it doesn't have to be now. I have to be a life coach. Yeah, choice, right. So exactly, it's like getting my NASM certification. I mean, I hope it's not the same scenario, but I don't regret doing that because it was important to me at the time, and it kind of was a testing grounds, and I was curious, and then it didn't work out. It's like we have to be curious and sort of uh, get our feet wet a little bit sometimes to see what we like and what we don't like. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So we're gonna move on a little bit from the serious questions to some fun questions, so we can get to know yes. <laughs> your personality a little bit better. I love fun questions. <laughs> Number one: If money wasn't an issue, what kind of job would you want to do or try? Okay, I've actually been thinking about this recently. I think it's such a good question. I really have like I love animals and I don't think I want to be like a zoologist or something like that but I always have this fascination my mom and I whenever we go on trips we end up like googling animals and learning about them so we were just in Mexico not too long ago and I was googling all the like the most poisonous creatures in the world and it just fascinated (laughs) me so I feel like it would be something with animals it might be as simple like I think it'd be cool to be a dog 
trainer, like Ooh. either for special needs or I don't know. I don't know what they train dogs for, but I like, I love dogs so much. So, so yes, that's my answer. Not specific, but something with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love dogs too. <laughs> okay. Next random question. Who was your worst teacher in the past and why? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Give me a sec. Okay, I'm going to, it's close to your answer. It's a principal. Okay. When I was in sixth grade, y'all, I was a good student. I was like very behaved. I worked so hard. I was the kind of person who would be in a group project and I would have to do the entire project, like mm -hmm. consistently throughout elementary, middle school, high school. Mm -hmm. And I won't bore you with the whole story, but there was one time I was in sixth grade in this terrible group doing a group project doing all the work and this boy in my group I was trying to just he like was mumbling during his practice presentation and I very very nicely just said I can't hear what you're saying and he like he had this big explosion ran up to the principal's office because he liked her and then the principal was such a fucking bitch and made <laughs> me out to be the bad person seriously and she she told this like crazy story to try and relate our situation with the project to something with her basically saying that I'm just this terrible person for telling Chris to speak up and I'm like yo we have to do a presentation like the class needs to hear him anyways my mom went in and she like bitched out my mom like this oh woman what? So I will nominate that principal she's cuckoo bananas and she made me feel really bad for trying to do a good job that sucks. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to look at all the work I've done. You I, know. I know. <laughs> Just to give you some like a point of reference, the story she told to try and relate the situation was about this woman getting killed on a subway. Like, I know. It sounds like it doesn't make any sense, but like, that's how cuckoo bananas the situation was. Wow, wow. she was actually psycho. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyways, that'll go down in memory forever. Yeah. <laughs> And our third random question is, what was the last thing you bought? Oh, God. Alter. <laughs> well, oh, wait. I didn't buy anything today. Uh, wait. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say coffee, but I got coffee for free because my boyfriend owns a coffee shop. Uh, wait, yesterday. Hold on. What did I do? Why can't I ever remember what I did yesterday? I don't know. Um, eight, five minutes ago, so. <laughs> You know, I want, okay, here's what is the first, I know it was yesterday towards the end of the day. Um, I did a giveaway recently where I had people do a caption this on one of my photos and I told them that whoever won, I would send one of my favorite beauty tools from Amazon to and actually pick three winners because they were, did such a good job. And one of my favorite beauty tools is an ice roller. It's like this like white, it's just like you put it in the freezer and it's cold and you just roll it on your face. Yeah. I bought three of those on Amazon and shipped them directly to them so I think that was the most recent thing <laughs> nice awesome. <laughs> those are awesome I love like putting a face mask on and then you're just like oh yeah good so good <laughs> all righty so we're into the last part of our podcast I almost said right. for a second. <laughs> <laughs> hi everyone so it's gonna be a lightning round this or that so I'm just gonna go okay of it and then you're gonna have to answer as quickly as possible before we start we judge, so we will oh judge. Oh my God. Okay, <laughs> I'm depressed, ready. Okay, ready. Number one, spin or hit workout? Oh, spin, duh. Early bird or night owl? 
Uh, early bird, but it's tough. I don't like either. <laughs> Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Vodka or gin? Vodka. Circles or squares? Circles. Big or small? <laughs> Big. Mac or PC? Oh my god, Mac. Duh. <laughs> Pink or purple? Pink. Oh, I hate purple. <laughs> Punch or kick? Punch. Live in the past or live in the future? Oh, it's like depressed or anxious. I'll go with live yeah. in the future because I'm definitely anxious. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> awesome. That is all the questions we had today. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. It was very informative. Yeah, that and was so much fun. And fun. Oh, good, good. Thanks for having me. It was awesome to chat with you guys. Yeah, of all course. Right. And uh, what are all your handles if anyone wants to find you online? Usually just Jerabean. So I'm on Insta at Jerabean, but there's a dot in the middle. So J E R A dot bean. I'm on Twitter. I think no dot, just Jerabean. Facebook too, but like don't go there. It's very boring. Uh, <laughs> Pinterest and my blog, Jerabean.com. Awesome. All yeah. right. Well, thank you so much. That was really cool to hear more of your journey in specific. <laughs> Thank We're going to go watch that banana video. Yeah, I, I'm going to go watch Oh, yeah. Check the highlight. It's I great. I think we'll do, like, the reaction video on our Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll like, I would love that. Please do. Okay. We're going to do that right yeah, now. Yeah, totally. All right. All right. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, Glow Gang. Thanks for listening. Did you love this episode or what? As promised, we made a killer freebie for you, so hit up woglow.com or check out the link in the description for how to start a podcast in seven simple steps. Give us your five golden stars on iTunes and we'll be your best friends, I swear. And please share this episode with your babes that need some glow and will benefit from this. Thank you. Thank you.